let's talk about Morgulons. Let's talk about a book written and self-published by Dr. Ginger Savely. Doctor meaning she has a doctorate in nursing. She is a nurse practitioner, not a physician. Um, not that that's better or worse, it's just different. Um, you know, nurses practice nursing, doctors practice medicine. We care and we're there. The name of her book, Morgulons, The Legitimization of a Disease, a factual guide by the world's leading clinical expert. Then the cover of the book looks like it has a picture of um, an up close of somebody's skin with some glittery thing stuck in it. They could have taken this from my selfie album on my phone. Um, it costs $19.81. Dang, y'all. I haven't got my first paycheck yet. Uh, you can get it used starting at 10 bucks. Um, personally, I don't think I'm going to introduce any other Morgies Morgulons into my house, but you know, I have enough. It's one of the reasons why we're going to look at some of the reviews today, see what other people are saying that have read it. Product description. We've come a long way against great odds on our journey to legitimize Morgulon's disease. Doc Have we, though? <laughs> Dr. Ginger Savely paved the earliest path on the rockiest road to make this progress possible. This book provides long-awaited answers to the vital questions being posed by thousands of patients and clinicians about this unthinkable disease. In reading Dr. Savely's poignant narrative, you will learn to separate fact from myth and rumor from reality. This book will be a valuable resource for Morgulon's patients and their families and friends. It will serve as a guide for healthcare providers who are open-minded and committed to the health of their patients. From the foreword by Cindy Casey, RN, director of the Charles E. Holman Morgulon's Disease Foundation. So right away, um, we can uh, we can tell that Miss, uh, what was her name? Ginger. Miss Ginger Savely has, um, or doctor, sorry, has uh, been supported uh, by the Morgulon's, or Charles E. Holman uh, Morgulon's Disease Foundation. And we know that um, the Charles E. Holman Foundation has done a lot of great work for this condition in terms of keeping the conversation alive and uh, keeping Morgulons in the spotlight. I truly think that they uh, had a very effective piece of propaganda in that Skin Deep movie. It really uh, made real the plight and suffering of of uh, Morgies. Um, so appreciate that. Now. Full disclosure here, I personally have a little bit of a beef with uh, Charles E. Holman Foundation. Um, some of the anti-gay rhetoric, I uh, don't appreciate that. And if you'd like to hear uh, me bitch about it some more, uh, that's on uh, episode 17 of season one. I think the episode's called Sunday Sidebar. Um, for people who just can't get enough of my bitching and moaning, and I know there's at least one of you out there. Hey! Um, okay, let's talk about this book that Dr. Ginger has um, written for the Morgies about the Morgies. Is she onto something? Uh, can we figure out what the book's about without even reading it? Um, are you having flashbacks to your high school book report when I say that? I know I am. All right, stay tuned. One of these days, I'm gonna figure it all out. Dispel the me.
another episode of More Muggles for you. Just for you. Stay, so stay tuned. tuned. Crystal Clear, thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, let's do this. What are they saying about Dr. Ginger Safely's book? Um, let's hear a little bit about the author. Virginia Ginger Safely grew up in Annapolis, Maryland, received her first bachelor's degrees in psychology and music. Cool. From the University of Maryland in 72, after a 13-year career as a singer, songwriter, performer, she went back to school at the University of Texas at Austin and became a nurse in 88, woo and a family nurse practitioner in 98. Ten years later, she earned her doctorate degree in 2008 from Case Western Reserve University, where she conducted research on Morgulon's disease. Ginger started out in primary care and began to identify so many Lyme patients in her practice that she gradually became a Lyme specialist. She's been treating and advocating for Morgulon's disease since 2003. Thank you, uh, Dr. Savely. Ginger has received many awards recognizing her prowess as a healthcare provider her practice, TBD Medical Associates. That's a great name, To Be Determined Medical Associates. Uh, Associates. I love it, love it, love your... Bob and Marketing is doing his job. Located previously in Austin, Texas, and... Uh, San Francisco, California, is currently in Washington, D.C. Interesting, I didn't know that. Her patients come to her from all over the U.S. and several other countries. As of June 2015, Ginger and her husband live most of the year in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. Interesting. She still maintains an office in Washington, D.C., where she goes every few months to see patients and visit her family, including two uh, grandchildren. Ginger, it sounds like the life, doesn't it? Um, Nothing like turning uh, your misfortune into fortune. Although I don't think uh, Miss Ginger is uh, a morgie. I don't know. If she is, she's kept it private, I think. Um, Ginger travels all over the U.S. and Europe giving presentations on Lyme and other tick-borne diseases as well as Morgulon's disease. Uh, She's on the medical advisory board of the Charles E. Holman Foundation and has published numerous journal and magazine articles. This is her first book. Um, Okay, all right. Um, let's look at these customer reviews. Let's take a couple of good reviews and then a couple of bad reviews. Let's look at a good review first. All right. So the first review, Molly Hasty, must read for Morgulon's patients and caregivers. Reviewed in the United States, November 7th, 2016. Morgulon's disease is a devastating disease that is not accepted or understood by the medical community. It ravages its victims, leaving them to suffer inhumanely. Um, as that's a bit dramatic, but yeah, um, okay. As a physician and a patient with this disease, 
Oh, interesting. I'm forever indebted to Dr. Ginger Stavely for her valiant effort to legitimize this malady. The book does a great job of differentiating medical facts backed by sound research from the numerous fanatical myths. While there are still several unanswered questions regarding why Morgulon's disease manifests in only 6 to 10% of chronic Lyme patients, this book is a fantastic base to spur further research. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of unanswered questions still regarding why Morgulon's disease manifests in people that don't have chronic Lyme. Lyme disease. So um, as far as I know, neither I nor my two fellow morgies in Atlanta have ever uh, suspected or been diagnosed with Lyme or chronic Lyme. Uh, don't think that there's a correlation. In our cases, um, there may be lots of correlations uh, out there in the research that's been established, but just saying, uh, as we've talked about before, correlation is not causation. Um, so anyhow, anyhow, she poignantly details several patient cases that only begin to detail the tragedy that transpires in patients' lives. Uh, that would be interesting to me. I highly recommend this book for any patient suffering to educate themselves and gain hope. It will also be an invaluable tool for loved ones of those who suffer so they can better grasp the reality of Morgulon's disease. Finally, medical professionals can gain an understanding of what is involved in the diagnosis and medical management of this complex disease. Patients are not delusional and deserve care. Thank you, Dr. Savely, for bravely speaking up for those of us who are discounted by mainstream medicine. That's a review coming from a patient with Morgulons and a physician who has Morgulons. So that's pretty, um, pretty credible. Uh, I question a little bit the um, just uh, side sealed delivered sort of uh, attitude about the Lyme connection. I'm not sure if it's that strong of a connection, but it, you know, I, I'm not uh, an expert. I'm just a person who likes to hear the sound of my own voice. Okay. Um, here's another good one. Then we're going to go to the bad ones because, of course, they're more interesting. Uh, thank you, Dr. Savely. This was written in 2017, November 13th. AK Music Lover is the name of the uh, user. Uh, I don't usually write reviews, but I was surprised by a few comments that have nothing to do with content. I do not think Amazon is the place to debate the validity of Morgulons. Really? Um, I mean, it's going to be debated anywhere on the internet, so I don't know about that, but... However, as a doctor, okay, we have another physician here. As a doctor, I have treated patients with these debilitating symptoms. Whether one licensing board is entitled to exclusive ownership of a degree title, that was resolved in the 1950s when academics tried to claim the title doctor. I am not fundraising. I have no covert motive. And I have more important things to think about than font size. What the hell does that mean? Whatever we call it, my patient's symptoms are real. Serious discussion within the medical community about Morgulons is long overdue. I applaud Dr. Savely for her persistence. She has given disenfranchised patients a voice and doctors the foundation to begin pooling data. This is how we will help our patients. Okay. So, um, let's read another one. Billow, one star, the nerve of these people, reviewed in the United States on December 4th, 2016. Okay, so most of the reviews on this page are written by the people associated with the Charles Holman Foundation. In other words, they are fake, take pieware, 
P-I-W-A-R-E, who is under contract to produce a Morgulons infomercial that promotes the CEHF's fundraising activities. Fundraising is the main focus of Cindy Casey and the CEHF. Ginger Savely is her doctor, and they manage and suppress information actively to that end. This book is not groundbreaking, and Morgulons is not even a disease. Instead, it is a symptom of Bartonellosis. And I tried many times to explain this to Cindy <laughs> and the CEHF, but they ignore that because it would hamper fundraising. Essentially, what you have here is a big group of scammers. This research is from 2001. Just put the following in your search engine and read the PubMed dot 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 quote. Formation of stress fibers in human endothelial cells infected with Bartonella bacilliformis is associated with altered morphology, impaired migration, and defects in cell morphogenesis. Um, okay, well, this guy's not a fan. Um, I am actually uh, interested in following his uh, tip here about the Bartonellosis. Uh, don't know what the hell that's about, but we can look into it another time. Let's look at the um, the uh, other bad reviews. Uh, one star. Photoshopped images. This is September 14th, 2020. This book is a big scam. It's as big of a scam as Morgulons is. I ran some of the pictures on her website through forensic photo analyzing software, and they came up, quote, highly, all caps, photo shipped, shopped. There's no, yeah, spelling. Please be aware when buying into any of this kind of nonsense. Photoshopped images. Okay, dude, whatever. Uh, mine aren't. And by the way, like, the morgue lines in the skin are just real. There's no disputing that. The pictures are not photoshopped, okay? Um... Then we got a two-star rating by MJ. The premise of the book is actually a disservice to Morgulans. He wrote this, or she wrote this, on July 12th, 2017. The legitimization of a disease? Question mark, explanation point, which I also have, parentheses. We have it backwards, folks. When Boeing has a new plane, they are responsible for, for proving that it will carry 500 passengers safely across the Atlantic. The proof of that is not on us. Likewise, if the medical community says Morgulons is delusional, the burden of proof is on them, not us. That's all caps, of course. Since I have it mainly on my hands and I debride them, the next day I can walk into a doctor's office and easily remove a piece of skin from a compromised area, slap it under a microscope, and tell him, take a look at it. And believe me, he will see something that is not delusional. If he refuses to look, that would be malpractice. If he looks and calls it delusional but cannot prove to me from clinical medical research that it is so, that is malpractice, period. Legislating from the bench, so to speak. This book and the uh, Charles E. Holman Research Foundation, for some reason, are laying the whole burden of proof of an obvious medical problem for the human body on the sufferers. I kind of agree with that. That's absolutely ridiculous. I've said that before. The burden of proof, um, it's not the patient's job to prove that they're credible. It's just their job to faithfully report uh, the symptoms that they are experiencing to their providers. It's the provider's job to, uh, you know, find out what's going on. Um, so I, I have to agree with this reviewer on this part. Uh, what should be going on is a class action suit. Yeah, booyah, duh, I've been saying that this whole time. Early retirement. If the medical community cannot conclusively prove that Morgulons is delusional, they have no business calling it so, and this book should not be enabling them to get away with it. All caps. Um, other problems I have with this book is that there are no demographics. What could be easier and more informative and doable in this age of microprocessors than anonymously collecting data on sufferers, not only to number them, but also to get info that could be correlated and might point to an obvious vector for this disease? Agreed. 
Agreed. I first saw it on my hands three years ago when I was 66, and I have never been bitten by a tick, for example. I, I have to agree. I mean, I'm not 66, but everything else in that sentence, I have to agree. Uh, how do people figure out that a bite from mad dogs caused terminal hydrophobia? Uh, pr- uh, rabies, parentheses. Basically, demographics. Several people in an area get bitten by a mad dog, and they die of the same thing. Uh, so, you know, they're saying, give me some more hard science here, people. Like, what did you what did you do uh, before you wrote this book? Um, I guess they're, the book probably doesn't include a lot of um, hard data, is what they're uh, alleging. Another problem I have with this book is the lack of input from experts in areas of parasitology, mycology. Mycology means the study of fungus, okay, uh, infectious diseases, and so on. And the Charles E. Holman Foundation doesn't seem to provide a, quote, blog or some sort of area where sufferers can exchange info and help. For example, Dr. Savely mentions how one woman had trouble with morgulons in her hair. Medusa? I thought I was the only Medusa. Uh, so did I. Oh, we got lots of Medusas. She did have two sisters. I found a solution, not a cure, but it's a good one. What is it? Another shows a man with a terrible raw lesion on his face. I had a much smaller one on one of my hands. I found a solution to that also. A tad painful and not a cure, but it worked. What? What? I'm so curious. That area on my hand was about the size of a nickel, and it's now clear and normal. Um, yeah, well, buddy, why don't you share with the rest of us what you did? Uh, If doctors and sufferers cannot talk to each other, if sufferers feel they cannot call out those doctors or clinics that deem Morgulons delusional, and this book makes one feel that way, then this book is not doing what it should. It is really an outline or light survey. Um, Interesting. Highly critical. Um, Well, I can say one thing. This platform here, uh, this podcast, it is uh, absolutely uh, a place where doctors and sufferers can talk to each other and people can call out doctors or clinics that deem Morgulon's delusional. Uh, they can call me out. Uh, people, we're all about living in this free country and our freedom of speech, so please share. Um, this is one place where we can do the things that this reviewer is uh, complaining about. <clears throat> um, one more, one more. This book, this is a two-star review from Missy. This book legitimizes nothing. Dr. Sabley, who is not an MD, has made no advocacy attempts. The pages of the book stop short. This was reviewed in September 17th, 2017. It is double space making it too many pages, they say. So I guess the book's uh, layout is not great. That that maybe was what that other person was talking about, about font size. There are grammar errors in the copy I bought. Ooh, y'all know how much I hate grammatical errors. I do not trust you if you cannot run at least a spell check before you publish something. Um, But I don't know. I haven't read it, so I don't know if that's true. The information and testimony was victim-driven. Perhaps others will gain some benefit from it. Legitimizing a disease means you fight to bring it to the forefront daily, not exclusively by appointment. Tend to agree there. It can't be a quiet effort. Uh, There must be noise and broad, powerful advocacy, whatever you know, no one with this disease searching for answers has ever seen. No research is indicated anywhere. This could be because Dr. Ginger Savely is not an MD and hasn't the confidence to get others with this level of credibility involved. I can't really speak to that. I do have to say, though, Missy, that um, you really can't equivocate an advanced practice nurse with a medical doctor again they're not practicing in the same 
uh, field, they're only practicing with the same patients, addressing different needs of that patient. So um, I think she has credibility, but, you know, <laughs> I think research would probably be more valuable than just uh the badge of credibility that a couple of letters after your name give you rn md whatever the case np whatever the case may be uh let's stay tuned to wrap up this conversation and visit the comment cave okay so let's squeeze in just a few more short reviews we have read a few bad reviews. We've read a few good reviews. Let's do some that are a little bit more. This is a three-star, kind of a middle-of-the-road review from Sparkle, June 2nd, 2017. Thank Dr. Ginger for writing this book and validating us and helping us when no one else would. God bless you. However, I would like to say a few things. I lived with this for five years and I'm 95% better and I did so naturally with herbs and infrared sauna. I'm certain that I'm for certain that certain aspects of the disease are contagious, the rashes and sores, and yes, mites, all caps, <laughs> are for sure. Gave it to my daughter, or, or sorry, gave it to my mother, boyfriend, daughter, and assistant. Dang, my ex gave it to me and my best friend. Um, so it's, I do think it is contagious uh, under some circumstances for some genetically susceptible people. Uh, my daughter and I had the fibers, but not my mother, boyfriend, and assistant. And they only had the crawling and biting and rashes and sores. Interesting. That's very interesting. She says, there are for sure mites that are part of this disease, if not the vector or cause that carries the fungus and the spirochete bacteria and transmits it. If you look at certain mites, they feed on fungi and they are known vectors of Lyme and spirochetes and other viruses and bacterial infections. I believe the disease is a fungal, parasitic, and bacterial material and is multiple viruses infection all in one um everything just put the whole kitchen sink and it says you must attack all when treating and we did with multiple herbs every day such as cat's claw that's an antifungal uh, type of uh herb if y'all are wondering sarsaparilla that's a delicious uh type of thing they put in drinks in the south i don't know if y'all have ever had it it tastes like coca-cola kind of Turmeric uh, said to have anti-inflammatory properties. Some good research says that. Uh, otherwise, I can't vouch for it on Morgan lines. Andrographis. Never heard of that. Andro means man. Graphis usually means writing. Uh, don't know what that means again. Then it says Eleuthero. I guess that's an herb. Skullcap berberine. Wormwood cayenne and yeast cleanse by Solaray and cilantro for heavy metal poisoning. Y'all, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I really don't know, but uh, if you don't know me by now, y'all know I'm a little bit of a skeptic when it comes to the naturopathic uh, stuff. Not saying it doesn't work. It definitely does sometimes. Um, but again, why do something if there's no research to support that it works? Uh, um, but if, you know, you've personally used it and it worked, awesome. That's great. I'm just saying this isn't strong enough evidence for me to make a recommendation or something. Um, my daughter and I used all these three times a day in liquid tinctures and capsule form, and I still use them. And we all got better and no more mites, itching, crawling, sores, or fibers, and life is returning to normal. We also did a zero-carb diet. Um, Y'all, you have to have some carbs. You just can't have zero. You can do a low-carb diet, but... 
the brain only eats glucose, um, sugar, carbs, okay? So just nobody should be trying to do a zero carb diet just because you will die. Um, and by the way, bread, potatoes, those are my favorite food, y'all. I could never do a low carb diet. Um, I don't even think I'd do it for Morgulons. Um, yeah, probably would to get rid of them. But uh, anyway, okay, so we also did a zero-carb diet, heavy in grass-fed meats and veggies and lots of cilantro and coconut oil to starve the fungus. So they got healthier. They got healthier, it sounds like, and that's always good no matter what you're suffering from, y'all. She said, we are doing well and we thank God. Praise him. Uh, that's my comment. We prayed a lot, too. Uh, that does help. We did not use any pharmas because I tried them and I was so sick I could not tolerate them and my daughter was three and could not take heavy doses of them. We slowly got better but it was a, like what were the do what pharmaceuticals were you given? Uh, we slowly got better but it was a process so I just want to say there is more than one way to tackle this beast. It's very important to be in a mold-free home too. That's where we got this from. A house that had not been lived in for six years and we moved in and there were mites and the mold and I'll always believe that's how our hell began contrary to what the book says. So the book must postulate, I would assume, I would infer um, from the, these reviews, it must postulate that this is a tick-borne uh, illness that's correlated strongly with Lyme disease. Um, that's kind of what the Charles E. Holman Foundation says, let's do one more short one or a couple of short ones. Another three-star one. Uh, At Ease is the name of this uh, author. Uh, this was 2019. They wrote the review. Fascinating yet esoteric, lacking in science. Esoteric meaning known to only a few. Writer poses that disease deserves classification is non-communicable, not related to parasite infestation, is differentiated by a single trait, quote, filaments. She says, reckless, were it a manifestation, maybe caution should be applied to additive parasitic insults. Were it a mutation within, it should be approached genomically. Either way, apple cider vinegar has better needs. Uh, what? <laughs> That's not, I don't know what that means. Interesting to note, though, that this book postulates that it's not communicable, um, not related to a parasite, uh, and differentiated by a single trait deserves class. I believe, I agree with it, the fact that it is differentiated by a single trait. That's the Morgulons or quote filaments. It deserves classification. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. But I don't think that it's non-communicable and I don't know if it is related to parasitic infection. Okay. Uh, okay, from uh, the author Abbott Skinny in the United Kingdom in 2017. It is a shame. It's a shame, the author said, people with Morgulons go on to develop OCD, as this is still saying people with Morgulons are mentally ill. OCD is a mental illness, and Morgulons has nothing to do with OCD. Was that the worst English accent ever? Kind of. Here's another United Kingdom review from a Kindle customer at $34.89 uh, in 2017. This gives me another chance to redeem myself. An okay ebook. My ebook version got revised during its download. Ginger Savely is in a difficult position on this subject. I am sure the book has been vetted and approved by CDC BMA UK at all. Report. Okay, don't know what that last sentence means. I don't think it's been vetted and approved by the CDC. I don't know what BMA means. Um, 
the Black Medical Association. I have no idea. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, you guys, I think that maybe that's where I'm going to wrap up. She is in a difficult position on this subject um, because, you know, it's just so inherently controversial. Uh, The readers, the audience of this book are going to feel passionately about the uh, content either way, good or bad, um, because I would assume if you're reading it, it's probably something that personally affects you, so you have a lot of uh, emotional investment. Um, I have to say, though, here's my number I appreciate her doing the work she's done, treating patients, providing hope. I think she has done that. At the same time, I think she's spreading disinformation. Uh, The things I would probably just say that I have a little bit of a problem with You can't claim to be the world's leading clinical expert on something, but not provide, um, you know, a lot of clinical data to back up that expertise. So if this book, as alleged, doesn't have really that much, I mean, if it doesn't even have, I mean, the guy's got a good point or the woman's got a good point who wrote about, you know, where's the demographics data? That's the easiest thing in the world to collect. I mean, I've been saying forever that, um, the mortgage need an updated demographic study. How many people has this affected now? We know how many were self-reporting uh, 10, 11, 12 now years ago. But what's going on right now with Morgulons? It seems like a lot of people out there are uh, new mortgages like myself. Uh, uh, so I, I just think that if you're going to go to the trouble to write a book... Um, why not write one that's uh, good enough to get published by a real publisher and you don't have to publish it yourself on Amazon? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I, I just find uh, there's a little bit of arrogance here claiming to be an expert on something that we still know so little about. And if you're going to make the assertion uh, that uh, about the disease's nature, like it's non-communicable, it's tick-borne, well, you got to back that up with evidence and research. And I haven't seen anything compelling, conclusive, or causative offered in the research I've read so far that we've read on this show. Um, it means we need more research. We've been needing more research. We still need more research. All right, uh, we, I said we were going to go to the Comet Cave, but we're going to go tomorrow because I've just talked and talked and talked and talked. So if I haven't lost you, uh, awesome. Thanks for sticking around. Um, please feel free to send in your comments, your stories. Uh, I want to share with you some uh, more information uh, about from one of our previous commenters on yesterday, or the other day's episode, last episode. Uh, he, uh, he added some additional info um, to his earlier comments. I haven't even had a chance to listen to all of it yet, but I'm excited to, would love to hear from anyone else out there who wants to comment on the show or share their story or plea the fifth or drink a fifth or whatever. We just need to stay in touch. Uh, There's a pandemic out there, y'all. It's called loneliness. Yeah, sometimes it arrives with coronavirus, sometimes it arrives with morgulons, but I just know that we need to keep in touch, stay connected, all right? Hope you have a great, great full day. It's a gorgeous one here in Atlanta. I hope it's the same where you live. I'm grateful for that. I hope you're feeling grateful. If not, why not? Why not? Why not? All right, stay tuned.